Welcome to the podcast. Uh, it's flows for you. I'm here with Trey. Uh, I'm Jason or Scout. You can call me whatever you want. Uh, welcome to this awesome uh, day. Today we're doing something a little different. We're going to look at some uh, music videos and slash live events from Christian music uh, back in the early 2000s. And so that should be funny, um, I hope. And um, But before that... Uh, Trey, how you doing? Anything cool happening to you? Hey, what's up, Jason? Oh, just, uh, just woke up, but yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I've had a pretty easy week of work, um, so I think that's cool. Um, I've asked off for several events in the future, um, and I'm also excited about those. A couple weddings, one I'm DJing, one I'm a part of, and then, uh, yeah. That is fun for me. That's cool. Yeah, it wasn't this. Uh, the last few days have been weird for me. Uh, yesterday I went grocery shopping, and and I made some bad decisions. Oh uh, no! As in that, I knew I went to grocery shopping at like one thirty, which means my baby hasn't had a nap, which means my baby hasn't eaten yet. Oh no! Which means I forgot his pacifier. All these things accumulated to a decision a thing that happened which i knew it was going to happen but in my head i was like no it's fine we'll grab some food <laughs> on the way uh the pacifier is not going to be a big deal and um him not taking a nap will be done well you know two hours later while i'm shopping i'm like um i'm just sitting there like he's crying losing his mind all my tricks aren't working uh, drinks and food and you know we ate like a whole bag of cheese it still didn't matter like he he we went to chick-fil-a it's just like everything wasn't working well wow. and so the problem with this is that i have like a small budget for groceries that I really like every two weeks and so and we're trying to do low carbs so i'm like going through all the groceries doing the stuff this is something i'm good at i do this all the time i'm very very proficient at shopping and finding the right things for a low budget well uh you know but at this point my son is driving me crazy he won't stay in the cart he's yelling he's crying it's been like 20 minutes i'm trying to like edit the cart uh so then i finally like it's fine i just throw everything in the grocery store in the in the little checkout and i go through the line and then it goes past my price and it keeps on going. Ends up being double the amount of money that we were going to spend on groceries. Oh my gosh, dude. Um, but and then, but normally I'll just have no shame and be like, oh, can't do this, can't do that. Well, I went to go look for my, my card and it wasn't in the, my wallet. So then I was like, oh, okay, so could, could you suspend the account? I'm going to go get my money, which is a normal thing. I forget that all the time yeah and uh so i walk uh so i so I then go back to the car i call the wife i'm like yo i just went double over in the groceries like just do it it's fine i was like all right and so then i come back and i give them the money and they uh they give me the groceries and so 
Yeah, but that was very terrible. And like, so I came home and was like, I'm so sorry. I failed. And then it was like, and then my other thing I did yesterday, which was funny, was that I was, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the Big Bang Theory, their season finale, a series finale was last night. Okay. And so uh, I was like, oh, sweet. I should get uh, the uh, app so I can, uh, so we can watch the show because Melody wouldn't be home. Uh, when the show ends or when the show plays. So I was like, oh, this would be the easiest way to do it. Well, then it's like, oh, I'll use the seven-day free trial. Well, I forgot, messed it up, charged myself for the thing. And then the show didn't even show up when I wanted it to. you got to so, be kidding, man. It was just how my day was yesterday. So I'm so sorry, man. That's not your fault. That's how, that's how it goes sometimes. And then I have this one <laughs> podcast I have due to a friend today. And my, uh, it, it's on a Microsoft Surface um, RT, which has this weird charger. Well, a few days ago, my son decided that he wanted to s- swim in the sink. And uh, somehow my chargers made it into the sink. No. So, so now I have all, this, all these files that I need to... So, yeah. So, this has been a pretty crazy week for me. With all that insanity, so um, didn't get a lot as much done as I would like. Um, you know, at least he didn't break another TV, so you know I'll take that. I might be able to go to Goodwill and find a charger. I was thinking about yesterday where you were talking about uh, your uh, uh, pot stickers. So I was like, I, oh, I yes. just imagine trying to pitch that to people. Be like, hey, Dude. so, uh, so the problem is, Trey, you're going to have to get into a tournament for us to, to, and then you'll just have to eat a lot of pot stickers throughout the tournament. Oh, I'm freaking fine with and that. I we'll, don't care. We'll just have, like, we'll just put the pot sticker logo on your belly. <laughs> this is where they go. <laughs> oh, no. They don't go. <laughs> no, that's the best part. The shirt is, I already designed the shirt in my head. It's actually, it's going to be your esophagus down to your belly. And then it just has a big oh. pot sticker in it, like in your belly. And then there's a pot sticker going down your gullet. And then there it just go. says, The Punisher, his stomach. <laughs> like um, like a poisonous pot sticker, like a skull on the yeah, pot yeah. sticker. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> well, that'd be a great t shirt. Yeah, I can get my uh, friend from China, Eric, to baby do it because that's what he does. Oh, bro, please. I need a shirt. Well, and that's it. I mean, literally, that's what he does. And you can just put up the stuff and we can put it on, um, we'll put it on something like Amazon where, or, you know, pro wrestling tees, whatever. And uh, you just put the designs and then they're all on demand. So, in theory, we could sell like one shirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a sale. To your mom? That's a sale. Oh, okay. Well, still a sale, I guess. Well, this is the segment where we talk about old school hip hop, old school for you. Um, this week, I'm going to call it the rap rock edition, which is two, uh, early 2000s uh, rap rock, which was a big deal at the time. And uh, there was a lot of different bands. And I even threw in like a House of Pain kind of band. But uh, anyways, I hope you all enjoy it. Uh, I know Trey, this was a uh, uh, pretty entertaining for him because he's more of a rock guy than a rap guy anyways. But uh, I hope you enjoy. And uh, first thing we're going to look at is, furthermore, Are You the Walrus? Uh, these guys were signed to, uh, to Tooth and Dale. I remember listening to uh, this single was on a, on a collection of their best 
songs in the 2000s, and I loved it very much. And and they came up with a second album, uh, which was good, but uh, it's 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 interesting. So here we go. Uh, furthermore, are you the wars? I love how like she's totally nonchalant like this is their first music video or something like she's just like yeah whatever like <laughs> yeah so be honest what do you think about furthermore are you the walrus yeah oh, I'm yawning. <clears throat> yeah it was pretty good man um I was no be honest be, be oh honest. my gosh um I liked it um I think it was in- yeah. interesting it definitely definitely early 2000s vibe um with the whole music video aspect and just the the way the song is structured, <laughs> sure, it's pretty awesome. That's how songs should be structured, uh, Trey. Uh, yes, uh, honestly, sixteen eight, sixteen eight, not not four, maybe eight. You know, the same four again. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look, man. I tried to sound smart, but now you're making me look stupid. But that's fine. Oh, because you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. I oh, just yeah. didn't want to say what no. I said, and I already said it. I'm just making fun of your music now. No, I'm just making fun of uh, to uh, whatever the teens' music these days. Teen. I was like teen. I was I'm like, 25, the, my guy. No, no, we're in the 19. We're 19. I don't know what it's oh, called. Whatever. It's not the 2000s. Whatever. Oh, the millennials. Is the millennials. Yeah, no, I, I've been listening. I'm like, I'll try to structure a song again. And I'm just like, wait, you're saying I can just like repeat the same thing over and over Gross, again? dude, come on, man. You don't even know what my music take, taste is. We I probably haven't even talked about it much. No, I don't. I, I'm talking about, remember, you are ta- I am a rapper. So I'm giving, I'm just throwing millennial rap hate towards you. Gosh, so don't worry about that. It's, I understand that you don't listen to it that much. But it's what I do. And so it's weird when I'm like, Oh, I can just do this and do that, which is, I guess, easier, but it's fun. No, I, I mean, that's a whole different conversation, but everybody nowadays just reproduces the same garbage. It's Yeah, it, with the same flow, the same stuff, yeah. Oh, I, I think it's crazy. Like, the, the filter that they put on their music video was like like a lime green, like a, not a lime green, but like a darker green. Um, you know, just like, it didn't mess with my head or anything, but it was like, that was their color of choice. <laughs> Like the grungy, like you know, uh, uh, two thousand effects. I guess that's the, for lack of better words. Yeah, the lime green filter is cool, and then the fisheye thing and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. Like I said they're they have a. We'll probably listen to the whole album here in a few weeks, but um, that is definitely the song that made me listen to the album. So. Uh, so the next one is going to be a P.O.D. full color. Uh, it's from their album Brown. And I remember listening to this album, was it, 99. Uh, and uh, I saw it. It was cool because it had a little, like, brown truck on the front. And, like, a little kid's push car. 
Um, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool. And I didn't, uh, I knew POD had this album called Snuff the Punk, which is a pretty great album cover because it's like the devil with a gun to his head. And so, yeah. Um, and, uh, but this is before POD was famous or anything. And the, the actual recording of POD Brown, uh, of full color is a very terrible recording and a horrible mix. It's like, Record in the garage, so this is actually probably a better version. Um, and uh, but this is a live recording of that song. Uh, the one thing I guess I should tell you is it is about Sonny's mom who passed away. And just let God speak to you inside here. I cry, why Is it's the actual um, album that I uh, the, the first time I ever heard of, really heard of POD, um, and uh, I thought, man, these guys are good. I didn't think that they were gonna be supernova hot, but uh, they were. Oh yeah, man, so. he's totally rocking the dreads, man. I mean, they look they look really good on him. Um, the yeah, I totally got the Rage Against the Machine vibe. Like that's. I mean, that's probably one of their inspirations, I guarantee it. I mean, hello. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's... I could see, like, their early stuff. Like, I can <laughs> see where they came from. It's so cool. Um, um, yeah, I really liked it. Yeah. So, uh, any other thoughts on P.O.D. Full Color? Um, I think, uh, yeah, it was definitely darker. You know, because he... It's funny, because, like... Um, I mean, he's just sharing, he's just sharing what's, what's going on inside, but, um, you know, he's talking about God and then, you know, why did my mom have to die in the same, in the next sentence, you know, um, and you know, that's just where his headspace is. Cause you know, his mom just passed away. Like, I don't, I don't know how I'd be reacting. Like I'd at least want to people to know what's going on, you know? I thought it was funny that toward, I think it was towards the end there was a random flip flop on the stage. It was probably one from one of the band members. <laughs> that there's somebody that decided to throw their flip flop. This concert was, I imagine it's when they got a little bigger, but. Oh, yeah, it's a pretty big uh, crowd, man. Yeah, but I think they're at a Christian music festival of some sort. So. That's a good That was a thing. That's a good gig. All right, and so the last one today is, well, hopefully, is Thousand Foot Crash uh, Puppet. Which Thousand Foot Crutch, before they became Thousand Foot Crutch, that most people know who they are, they were like a rap rock band, and I enjoyed them. They had an album called Set It Off, and uh, it even had like a cool like graffiti DJ on the album. It was dope. It was a cool, it was a cool little, uh, cool little record. Um, but it was definitely early two thousands. So they kind of molded their sound to something different. But uh, I thought you would enjoy this because the you don't know this thousand foot crutch and so I think it should be pretty entertaining. Lift your hands, stop fighting, you're just a puppet to all the marionettes. If you're going to run, how fast you're going to run. And if you're going to jump, how high you're going to jump. Are you perpetrators? They walk around fine. But your fake is afraid to stand for something. If you're going to run, how fast you're going to run. And if you're going to jump, how high 
out of sight. Somebody wanna get live tonight. You can hit that, flip that, settle the score, and ain't nobody rock a crowd like Yo, that was <clears throat> easily my favorite out of the three. Like that was dope. Um Yeah, but I bet you didn't expect that when I told you thousand foot crutch, right? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, I think it was cool because I, I own one of their albums. Um, uh, I'm not sure how far back it goes, but... Uh, Phenomenon? Maybe. Maybe. Um, but um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, they... So, like, I think they're... they're you know, their catchphrase is, let's get this party started. So I was like, oh, yeah, it's totally Thousand Foot Crutch. And then they, they dropped in. I was like, this is amazing. Like, because <laughs> I love, I love metal. Like, I love, um, especially the 2000s, because, like, one of my favorite bands is Linkin Park. And they, they were the embodiment of Linkin Park at that time. That's so funny. Um, but, yeah, um, it, the music video was awesome. It was very dark. I'm like, oh, man. Because, like, you know, the silhouette in the very beginning jumps out at you. And it comes back. And, like, the trees are encroaching in they're like warped and and moving in towards the guy and then all of a sudden you know later on this monster comes out you're like oh snap like where's this gonna go and it reminded me of a video game called uh limbo and um <clears throat> it's pretty much like a silhouetted game like it's a 2d scroller but it's it is 3d in a way like um but like you're trying to avoid traps and you don't have any powers or anything you're just moving moving things and pushing things and dodging things um but I loved everything about that song, so. That's funny. I'm glad you liked it. Uh, um, it was, uh, as I said, I remember listening to this album over and over again. Um, uh, it was fun to me, so I thought it was very cool and uh, chill. So, but yeah, no, it's a very, uh, very fun uh, what'd you think about our three music videos? Actually, I'm gonna pull up a fourth one right now. So, okay. Um, uh, I just had an idea. Well, um, oh, I want to say. Good on time. Uh, it's nine fifty one. Um, so I wanted to say that out of the three, I would argue that um, are you was are you Mr. Walrus? Um. Are You Mr. Walrus and Thousand Foot Crutch's music video were, um, uh, I don't want to say on par with each other, because I don't know how much the CG took for the, the, the puppet, the puppet he, I was thinking to myself, if the puppet thing was that whole music video, if it wasn't for the dated music, that would be a dope music video. Yeah. Because that puppet stuff was dope. Like, oh, yeah. It was like, wow, that was good stuff. And I bet it didn't cost a lot. Yeah, especially, like, I mean, because you can make a blocky puppet thing where they're like you know moving like a literally like a marionette and then you have some that like you know he was coming in and out i love the animation with that where the, the monster jumped in and jumped out and stuff that was that was awesome um and then i loved in the music in the, in the song how he's talking about how you know um how high would you jump if you jumped like he's saying you know um i can't what's the phrase it's um how how high and then what is it you know what I'm talking about? Um, if I ask you to jump, you say how high or whatever. Like, oh yeah. Just like he's saying, you know, how much are you gonna give? Like, how how much are you gonna actually? It, well, I mean, I guess there's two ways of looking at it because there's, you know, fight the power. Like, <laughs> like you know, how much are you gonna give in to the system? Like, you know, um, and then there's you know, how how far are you gonna go? 
you know, there's two different ways of looking at that, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I said, uh, yeah, out of the three, I mean, the, the most polished is the um, Thousand Foot Crutch. And as I said, that album is pretty much awesome. Like, every every track on it is pretty great. The, it's called Set It Off, if you want to check it out. We'll probably talk about it here in the next uh, few weeks. I'm totally down, man. You can always... Sounds like something you'd listen to on your own, so. Oh, well, 95, uh, there was this band called, uh, there was this record label in Austin called Grape Tree Records, and pretty much they were like the No Limit uh, Records, which is a New Orleans-based No Limit thing, which would release a new album every like month, and then they had like cheesy covers and stuff, but the first album on the Grape Tree was called uh, DDC plate full of funk which literally is a house of pain randy uh house of playing beastie boys like Dope, dope, dope. Yeah, that was better than I remembered it. That was awesome, man. Yeah, no, and that's why we're looking at it right now, you know? <laughs> that was a good choice. I appreciate that. Well, so uh, there's a, another reason for actually showing you that song. Not only that it was cool uh, Christian hip-hop at the time, but that it was... Uh, I actually met Samp from the group um, a few years uh, yeah. later. I was using this thing... Uh, they like to call it the internet, and uh, AOL was a pretty sweet thing, and uh, I went on and went, <laughs> and uh, then I was on the internet, and I could talk, and uh, but then I don't even know what chat room it was, but I ended up bumping to him, I think he was in Florida at the time, and we would talk often, and you know, they he'd just give me advice, and uh, help me with my thing. I was young. I didn't really know what I wanted to do at the moment, but I know that, uh, he was just real cautious, like make sure that you know the people around you, make sure that you're, um, doing your best in this thing. And then uh, at the same time, you know, I mean, hip hop was not a sore subject, but it was just like, yeah, just gotta be careful. Um, but they were fun. And it was funny. Cause every, uh, every like uh, week, the, the whole crew would go to like waffle house and I'd be like, man, I wish I lived in Florida so I could go to Waffle House. And, you know, at that time, uh, Texas definitely didn't have a Waffle House. And uh, I don't even know if I go to Waffle House now because there's not the nearest ones like Austin. To me, it's really cool because not only did uh, Samp uh, get out of that situation, but he actually ended up starting uh, an entertainment company uh, for a while there where he worked with a bunch of like big name, big name Christian artists. Uh, he's still doing stuff now. He even does his own uh, live streams and podcast stuff. Uh, I think it's uh, Jeff Adams uh, show TV, which is pretty cool. It's like this guy might have when he was younger did this thing he loved and it didn't work out the way he expected, but he went and did something, keeps on doing something. And it's a uh, super encouraging um, yeah, there you go. There's some uh, songs from the early 2000s, and I hope you enjoyed them, Trey. I don't know how long this segment's actually going to be this week, because that was not a lot of reaction. No offense to you. Just, you know, they're not that great of videos. But 
Um, it's what it is. And so there you go. Um, that was fun. I enjoyed Did you enjoy that? Oh, yeah, that song was dope, man. Um, I liked the rhythm, the flow, um, totally House of Pain. Um, and I didn't expect his voice to be that low. Like, that was that was awesome. That yeah. it's, They came out strong um, with with that song. And Yeah, I remember it being an okay song. Oh, yeah. But it was way better than I remembered it. And uh, I was like, man, I, maybe I, at that time my heart was just not around it as much. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a good song, man. It was a good song selection. No, very cool. I think we're gonna listen to that record later. Uh, I always thought it was cool that they were into the being my friends later. Um, but yeah, so uh, any uh, that's really dope. I'm saying that's really dope that you got to meet them. Yeah, no, I mean it could. I mean, I'm pretty sure nobody was catfishing me at the time. I don't know why they would. If you were gonna <laughs> choose to be a Christian rapper. Yeah, I'm pretty sure at that time they'd be pretending to be DC Talk. <laughs> uh, so I'm pretty sure that was the people. But uh, it's very funny. I, I remember talking to them often, and uh, it was fun. Um, any uh, questions today? Any thoughts? Uh, you know, uh, well, do I have something for you? Uh, all right, so my question for you today, Mr. Trey, is... What do you think? Uh, here you go. How would you feel like if you were to like uh, do something like music or uh, your streaming stuff and and to put everything into it and then it not go anywhere? Your question is, what would happen? How would you feel about it? If like you, if we went, if you went ten years. Trying to do this thing and you literally gain nobody. Or it's the story of my life. Yeah. <laughs> like nothing changed. Um, you know, I, I feel that it's a hard question, man, because it sucks because I don't want to think about it. Like, um being all honest, man, like when I start something, back part of my head, it's not gonna go anywhere. Like it's sad to say, like it's just I don't know if it's like God, you know, limiting things so that I don't get a big head or like he wants me to stay focused on him and not this, you know, whatever it is in the moment. Um, I've started so many things and just not been able to continue them or get as a fo- much of a following as I wanted to. Um, you know, these things take time and, you know, if it's in 10 years and, and nothing's, I'm probably going to quit. <laughs> Um, because I have other things to do than streaming. Um, because, you know, you know, God willing, by that time I'll have kids. Um, I'll have an amazing wife. Um, who knows what our lifestyle is going to be like. Um, but I doubt I'll be streaming if it's not making revenue. So, uh, it's a, it's a cool thing every once in a while, but you know, just with everything else, you know, there's, um, what's the word phrase? Uh, there's, Everything, everything deserves discipline. Everything has like, um, I can't think of the word right now. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, moderation, moderation. Yeah. So it's interesting that you say that because, uh, here we are doing a podcast of my own doing, uh, while I'm, uh, still trying, well, barely still trying to rap. And, uh, in November will be the 10 year anniversary of my album MCN again. 
Dude, that's awesome, man. Yeah, but it, it's a good example of what we're talking about. Is that that never was really successful? I mean, like, but we saw no revenue from it, and uh, then later my label fell apart, and then I really haven't done anything really big. Uh, you know, I put together, I did some stuff with Flamestone, we did some little albums, uh, little stuff, but you know, ten years. Uh, I've never seen any revenue. I've never seen those things. And there's definitely a part of my head where it's like, damn, I failure. Um, but then I look at it and I'm like, well, I've still inspired people and I've still got to perform all over the place and do all kinds of cool stuff. And, and I've inspired other people to be successful. And um, that's good enough for me. I'm not, yep. you know, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm married to an amazing wife who knows our boundaries, yet Boom. she still lets me do this. And I don't know why, because it's not, it's not like I've ever proven that I can make any money doing it. Um, I've, 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 you know, when I, before I was married, I was able to make just enough to, to, to pay rent and do those things. And that was cool. But, uh, uh, as a married person, I don't have the time that I used to, to go do, you know, 10 free shows a week, you know what I'm saying? And hope that you get a, somebody paying you. <laughs> yeah. And, um, but it's, it's, it's interesting because it's like, did I ever really try that hard? You know, a lot of yeah. times I got really close and then I give up or I got freaked out or, um, something happened that was in my way, but it's like, did I really try with everything I have? Um, and yeah, no, I, I'm not, I am, um, I wish I could finish the album with Danny. Uh, you know, I have, um, some other stuff I'd like to work on, but, uh, it's, it's funny how it, um, it goes. Cause it's like, I really want to do that. But I, I think the older I've gotten, the more, uh, insecure I've become. But at the same time, like, at least in the last few months, I've just been like, well, who cares? I need to release stuff for me. I still need to do things, and hence the reason we do a podcast, so I can talk about it and, and do silly raps and do those things, because, and I don't know if anybody really wants to listen to anything I have to say, but I like the idea of spending my time doing something creative, and I love uh, helping other people, you know, I said I like uh, helping you out, and, um, uh, you know, I was just thinking about, like, a few uh, weeks ago, we had Zach on the show, and that was somebody that helped me with my first stuff. And now he's has like uh internet channel and does these things. And it's, it's a uh, internet channel. What am I 50 years old? Uh, a YouTube channel. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> I am 40 years old, so I guess I'm close. Um, but, uh, it's, it's funny how, uh, how, you know what, if you just move and you've probably learned this working with kids is that the honest thing, if you just stay present and you just, be about your purpose, you're going to affect people, even if you don't believe in yourself. <laughs> um, because if you're around and you're just a, being the example, I remember um, a few months ago, I was uh, I was in Austin, where which where I'm from, and I moved to San Antonio a few years later. And uh, for a while there, I ran like a preteen ministry. And uh, one of my favorite events that we did was that we did a... Uh, we did a WWE uh, wrestling fest where I made every single kid in the preteen ministry a their own superfied version of a wrestler on uh, a GameCube version of um, WWE, 
And so then each kid had their own character. And then I put together a pay-per-view uh, with matches against each other. And then we like, that's amazing. And then we had like, uh, the other cool part is one of my best friends. He, uh, he, he, did, he wasn't a big guy into movies or anything, but he was a single guy and had money and we would do just random stuff. And so one day we decided to turn his master bedroom into a, a movie theater. And so we literally built a movie theater in his master bedroom and took out all the stuff and moved him to the ground. Uh, and we blacked out the walls, blacked out the, actually put a wall over the, uh, the windows. And so it was a completely dark room with like a sound system and everything. And it's dope, man. so we had everybody over and it was just, just because this would be a good thing to encourage the kids. And so I could come over and watch movies with him. So, uh, and he's still one of my good friends today, but, uh, there we are. We have an, and I even put together like a match where like the, uh, where it was like two kids that were dating and they were like in a dating grudge match. It was very funny. And, oh my gosh. Uh, but it, but anyways, I say all that to say uh, a few years, a few months ago, I, uh, one of those kids was like, you know, I, I'm the person I am today because of your influence, because uh, you were always there and you always uh, were about God, but you didn't force it in my face. And I just appreciated that from you and i was just like man this is the kid that was like 12 like, you know 10 years ago or 15 years ago and it's like wow that's crazy that i made an impact i was just having fun and doing silly things you know and uh yeah. feels like sometimes there were more failures than there were success but uh as i consider and, and you know now i've been uh i've been really focusing on my walk for god for you know 18 years now and uh, that's the same way of being a Christian, you know, like it's like uh, there are way more failures than there are success. But then the idea of knowing that you help somebody's whole trajectory of their life change is a pretty insane thing. And I think that that's the same idea when it comes to success, right? Like it's you want to you want to be able to make money. You want to be able to do these things. You want to spend your time doing it. But the truth is, is if uh, and I, I think I mentioned this before, but. One thing Saul Paul told me once, we were at a show, and I said that uh, he he had messed up, a, or he had he had done a freestyle, and it wasn't as good as the day before. And we were like in a juvenile detention camp, and all the all the uh, kids the f day before lost their mind, and then this time weren't really that impressed. And I asked him, I was like, "Do you feel like you let people down because you weren't as awesome this time?" And he looked at me and rebuked me, and he said, "You know, when it comes down to it, I'm about affecting one person." And I believe I did that today, just like I did yesterday. And, wow. and don't bring that kind of negativity. And I was just like, blah, like, okay, amen, he's right. I was wow. looking at it as a performer, and I wasn't thinking of it as a minister. And But the truth is, is as a, as a person that wants to, um, whatever I do, um, I still want to be able to talk to people about God. I want that to be something that change the trajectory so even if i'm rapping even if i'm doing a podcast even if we're doing your stream whatever the situation is it's like i should remind myself that the main focus is to help people and to love them no matter what the situation is and um that's what that's what keeps me going even though uh, in quotes i'm a failure but it's fine i mean i wrote this one song 
um, which I'm going to release. I promise. Uh, uh, it's a, uh, it's about, it's about my son. And, um, it says, uh, he doesn't care if I fail to succeed because to him, I'm the MC of his dreams. And, um, that's awesome, man. And then the idea of the song is like, at this point I'm, he, he's freaking out and I fr- do a freestyle rap and he is quiet and he listens to me and it's so funny. It's like, I've been a rapper all these years and the best performance I ever did was trying to help my little dude fall asleep, you know? And it's like, that's awesome. I'm going to take that and move forward. And so I guess if I have any words of wisdom or advice is don't give up on those things. Yeah. You got to be realistic sometimes. And, and I think you were even telling me that like, uh, when we first met, I was like, I was like, yeah, you know what? You don't expect to make anybody in music. And you, oh, yeah. you were like, uh, okay, this guy's a downer. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but you know, now that I'm older, I'm like, well, yeah, you know what? There probably isn't a lot of money in it, but I am grateful for all the years I've spent doing it, you know? And, uh, you know, if God's plan is to bless me doing something I love, then amen. I'm going to take that even to be an older person. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Caleb in the Bible gets to go through that. And I think that I can too. Um, but I think that when it comes to, Failure, it's really just the way you look at it. I mean, the truth is, is that when it comes to our lives, failure is what makes us better in all situations. I totally agree, man. Because, um, uh, you know, we, we can't learn from... I guess we still can learn from our successes, but we learn the most from our mistakes. You know, we okay, well, not doing that next time. Like, um, I think that's that's why God disciplines us is because, you know, we have to learn from our mistakes. If if they're not, there's no point in making mistakes. Like there's no point in the actual situation if you just it's just going to keep happening. You know, you've got to learn from these situations, these these instances. Um, and honestly, man, like you know, I, and it's probably the same with you. Like we all want to be famous. Like we all, we all want to make good money, like really good money, um, so that we don't have to worry about things and. And the more I think about it, man, you know, we matter to God. Yep. We matter to the the being that created existence. The the main man with the plan. The, the guy that, regardless of who you are, what you've been through, what you look like, what your skin color is, what is going on in your head, you matter to him. And that's really... At the end of the day, man, I know we are trying to strive for success in all the areas of our life, you know, financially, um, um, occupationally, um, just socially, um, and and spiritually, of course. Um, but at the end of the day, if we're just focusing on spirituality, then everything else will fall into place, even if we're not going to be mega superstars on the stage or, you know, 10 million views on YouTube or 10 million... Uh, shares on Facebook with my stream. Um, at the end of the day, like really, the only thing that should matter and that we should focus on is the fact that the creator of the universe loves us. You know? Yeah. No, I, I forget I, that. I forget that sometimes. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I've been doing this a long time, and there are days where I'm like, oh, 
But uh, it's funny, just a few days ago, I was looking at something on YouTube, and it was one of those React videos, right? And it was, uh, hey, we're going to show you a bunch of YouTube videos that have zero views. And uh, Oh, wow. Because there's a website that runs an algorithm that allows you, if you were to go to the website, you could actually, you will be the first person to look at that video. And oh, wow. Zero plays, and you'll be the first person to watch to look at it. Interesting. And, um, and so then they had a bunch of YouTubers watch these videos, and so they had like, uh, they had like you know clips of like five or six of them, which obviously they weren't the first people. But then afterwards, each one was allowed to watch one video, which would be their first one, uh, the first view ever on that YouTube channel. <laughs> That's amazing, man. And uh, it's funny. And then they were featured there, and then they got famous. And so. Well, and I don't even know. There was, like, this one where it was, like, this dude playing, like, a one-man band situation. Like, I was like, I don't even understand why this doesn't have tons of views. This is great. And, um, but it was just, uh, it was just funny because, like, all these people upload these things thinking, uh, they, uh, thinking they're going to do something, uh, and then nothing happens. And then as a person that's, kind of been in that thing it it doesn't feel good when you spend so much time on something but again it's all about getting people to know it it's all about people uh getting chances to actually put their ears on your product and a lot of times it's just because you didn't spend enough time to do that you know yeah and uh but yeah no that's uh that's crazy you have any other questions or i feel like that was a really good question no, that was. I think that's it, man. That pretty much covers everything. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess let's uh, do the wrap. We're at we're at a hour. We're at a hundred and ten minutes so far. So going but with technically, there will be what thirty minutes taken off. <laughs> yeah. Well, but that's usually how our bo- podcast has been the last few weeks. Like so much editing. It's like you should pay me to do nothing. Um, I should I sh- wait, wait. It's my hold podcast. On. Right? Hold on. <laughs> Wait a second. Well, you have me. You're the, I'm the co-host. You're the one. You're the only one here that has a job. <laughs> <laughs> this is an awkward turn of events. <laughs> yeah, so I'm on this podcast that I'm paying this guy to edit, but it really, it's not even mine. So. It's his podcast. <laughs> It's his podcast. I don't know how I ended up doing this, but still do it. Well, you haven't received the bill yet? (laughs) (laughs) I'm actually not even getting paid for this, and I'm paying the guy. What was that? Just more of the same thing I was saying. That was funny. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I didn't even mean to say that, which was even funnier. (laughs) Uh, like that was that that just slipped out that just fell out. I'm like, wait, what? That doesn't make any sense. How I'm like you... Jason Dang, like Could you do a rap rock? Um beatbox? Is that a thing you can do? Um I mean I can do the genre type of the beat, possibly. Sure, let's let's do that. I feel like that was our mainly uh focus of the yeah. episode. So I guess I'll even I'll even try to do a rap rock style, which should be pretty let's funny. Do it, man. Let's go. Um, so what did we talk about today, Jason? Uh, well, we talked about um, my baby driving me crazy at the grocery store. We talked about you having an okay week. Uh, we talked about uh, uh, some awesome uh, old school rap, uh, as in DDC, Plate Full of Funk, and uh, P.O.D.'s 
um, full color, and we talked about uh, dreams, thousand foot crutch, thousand foot crutch, and being a failure, and all <laughs> kinds of fun stuff like that. Uh, and we talked about the new way I'm going to make money doing this podcast is charging you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm excited Please. about that. <laughs> Please keep that in. Yeah, I'm definitely keeping that in. <laughs> uh, alrighty, man, you ready? Yeah. Okay. Here I go. You can tell me what you want. Now I got to front it through. I know that I'm waiting because I know what I could ever do. Yeah, I'm breaking through the avenue and now I'll be watching furthermore because they're cool with the Warriors G. I can do it now. I still can't see. You want me now because you still can't be. I had a bad week because my baby was like, E. He had to pee and poop all over me. That's dope. Only if I didn't even know when I spent too much money at the grocery Yo, I don't even see it anymore. I'm sitting here talking to Trey. I got a show. Oh, oh, did what I did like I say it. You knew that I break it because I like don't shake it. I do what I can't do when I approve everything that makes me move. I was since a POD, breaking like the POC. Now I know that I could be better when the lights see. Ha. No, I get it down with the lie. I knew that I'd make it because I get it gone fly. We listened to DDC that was tripping. I remember meeting those dudes and I was ripping. Rhyming, skyming, looking for the time stop it i get it i bust it i find yeah i'll rip it i roll it i rhyme i'm ill i'm fresh i get it all the time i talk about failing how it didn't work out how i make it down they can call me scout 10 years failing and not succeed but i know what i can do to believe and i think about it because i still can't go sometimes we have to still just grow grow from the things that we've been through Bro, and not afraid of the pain that we know. Oh, oh, now I want you to say it real. I want you to understand what I did real. So many days we can make it gone fail, and yet I'm gonna charge him like 50 bills just to do this podcast. Man, I keep it real. Only if I knew it, I couldn't make it chill. I guess I'm done. I was pretty fun. Only if I can't be. Now I'm waiting back, and you're looking for me. Looking for me. Dude, that was good. That was <laughs> awesome, man. That was awesome. I, I had to chuckle a little bit when, no, you, when you said charging me. I was like, oh. <laughs> Dude, that that was that was good, man. Uh yeah, so guys, please uh if you haven't turned off the podcast yet, keep listening to it. Um this was not our best episode. That's definitely dad's dad. That's my fault. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Trey, I have something to tell you. <laughs> oh, my life is a lie. <laughs> my entire life is a lie. Why do you think I just randomly showed up here? <laughs> <laughs> this is the bonding process, right? This would be the most terrible way ever. Like, I've been catfishing you and building up this relationship. Just to hey, tell Trey, you. so how's your day going so far? You might want to sit down. I've been your father the whole time. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, oh, oh.
Um, <laughs> um, anyways. Um, anyway. Uh, what was I going to say? Something funny. Um, yeah, please keep listening to the podcast. We'll have great jewels like this, and uh, it'll be hilarious. Um, or not. Um, yeah, give us five stars or two stars. Just give us some stars. I'll take whatever. Um, and uh, please listen to the podcast. Uh, check it out if you um, have any. Um, if you still haven't been able to check it out on your podcast. I know I was talking to a, a guy in China uh, yesterday. And he was able to check out the podcast using some uh, things. I had to find one that actually worked for him. And he was able to check it out. So that's cool. Um, and, it's amazing. And he has a YouTube channel. So you should check it out. It's a X-Pac fam. Uh, uh, X-Pac fam. On, uh, and it's about uh, a couple in uh, from America in China. And uh, they uh, they just live their lives. And they're pretty cool. And he was my old roommate. And so he was a good dude. So... Uh, and it's funny cause you know, I think I, I mentioned that I have a bunch of cars and tracks at my house, uh, that for my son. Uh, and, uh, the funny part about it, my friend is that he got his son the same ones, but they're in Chinese. So that was great. That's awesome. Cause mine speak English and his speak Chinese, but, and then my <laughs> son's like, our son's like each other. So that's cool. But, uh, Yeah. That was a terrible closing. Uh, you have any thought? Uh, you can, why don't you try to clean it up, and make it sound good? Uh, what's uh, go for it, Trey? <laughs> Alrighty, guys. If you have not already checked out our Twitter, it is flows for you at pod. Excuse me, flows for you pod. Um, check that out on Twitter. Uh, we're fairly new on Twitter. Um, we have the Instagram in the works. Um, if it's not already created, um, we also are on Facebook. So please check us out at flows for you. Um, F L O W S the number four and then the letter U. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast today. Um, I'm loving doing this. Um, please check us out. Um, I am a streamer on Facebook, um, The Punisher 2012. I'm really close to 200 follows, so please check out that stream. But without further ado, Jason, I'll pass it back over to you. I just want to thank uh, Trey Stoner for being the uh, sponsor for our show. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be funny. Uh, <laughs> thanks for listening to the show, guys. Next week we'll be talking about Speech's second solo album hoopla and uh, i really love that album and i love that dude he's just the nicest guy and uh, anyways i can't wait to see you again sorry for the short episode this week but uh thank you for listening and thank you so much again for listening and have a great and awesome day that's the end of the show Make a box fatter, but we'll be in heaven where we truly matter.